Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives, here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Hi, welcome to Healthy Alternatives. And today I am actually very happy to welcome registered dietitian Michelle Rosenstein. Did I pronounce it right? Yes, you did. Thank hey. you for having me. Welcome to the podcast from entirelynourish.com. Now, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What's your education? Where were you born? Sure. Uh, my name is Michelle Rothenstein. I was born in New Jersey, but I've been in New York for most of my life. Um, I am a registered dietitian, a certified diabetes educator, and a preventative cardiology dietitian. So I specialize in preventing heart attacks and stroke in people who are highly susceptible to these conditions. Now, that is really amazing. So why did you become a preventive cardiology dietitian? It's a great question. So I've been um, wanting to always be a doctor since I was young. So I went to NYU and I went into pre-medical sciences and I was in the hospital setting and I saw this 30-year-old who had a bilateral amputation. So meaning that both of his legs were going to be severed because of uncontrolled diabetes. Um, and the doctors said, you know, what, did you take your medication? And he kept saying, I've been taking my medication. I don't know what happened. I don't know why this is happening, why it's so uncontrolled. But no one had given him the education to prevent it in the first place. So he didn't really ever get education on diet um, and wow. actually in lifestyle medicine. And this is where I found my passion of, you know, this isn't a way of living. We can't just be in this, I'm going to treat, I'm going to treat. And then no one's talking about prevention. So I decided to then switch into nutrition and go through my dietetic residency, my master's in clinical nutrition at NYU and really devote my life and passion to prevent these conditions from happening. Wow, when did you start to do that online also? Yeah, so I um, so after I went through my schooling, I have worked in many different settings. So I went from the hospitals to the dialysis centers, to weight loss clinics, to the ICU, to the surgical floors and hospitals. Um, and I realized that wherever I was, um, the number one reason for people dying was heart disease. And that there was this major gap in education about how we can prevent heart attacks and stroke. I mean, one in four people die of heart disease and 80% of that is prevented. 
through science-based nutrition. So I devote now all of my research and all of my clientele to prevent cardiovascular disease and these, you know, for fatalities that can be prevented. Now that's an amazing feat and an amazing goal. What's your take on nutrition? What's good to prevent heart disease? Um, that's a great question. So I'm very big about taking the science and the personalization and combining them in one. What I see with a lot of my clients is that they'll read online and on Google to go become vegan or to um, go keto or to try all these different fads. And they don't, simply don't work. What needs to be, what we need to do is A, assess the individual, but not only that, look at the entire person. So what I do is I make sure that my clients are getting all the vitamins and minerals and macronutrients they need to thrive. So for instance, if someone comes to me for diabetes, um, you know, we talk about carbs and we talk about the different types of carbs, um, but a lot of times they have magnesium deficiencies, they have chromium deficiencies, and with those deficiencies, their insulin is not going to allow for their blood sugar to enter their cells, and it's going to cause more insulin resistance and more um, you know, uncontrolled diabetes. So we have to look at the whole entire picture. It's really about sustainability and achieving goals through looking at making sure you're getting all the nutrition that you need to succeed. Now that is really interesting. <clears throat> Science-based, of course, I'm a scientist by heart. I'm also consider myself an artist in a way as a medical doctor and a naturopath. And I love that you focus on nutrition as a basis of a healthy lifestyle, which many people don't do nowadays. I know you just brought out a new book, the Truly Easy Heart Healthy Cookbook. Congratulations. How are you doing with that? Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so my Truly Easy Heart Healthy Cookbook actually came in from, as a passion project because, like people say, well, what can I eat? Like, the keto diet's not good. The low-carb diet's not good. You want a whole balanced diet. So I'm very big about teaching my clients and creating awareness about the importance of balance. Your body needs protein, carbs, and healthy fats in order for it to operate properly. So when I had the opportunity to write a cookbook on heart-healthy eating, I really spent a lot of time breaking apart the science into an easily digestible manner. So we list pantry items to use, freezer items to get into your house that are all heart-healthy. And then instead of making you calculate how much you need, each recipe is balanced. So for instance, I have a pizza recipe in there that's made from a bean, a cannelli bean crust. So you're getting a lot of protein in there. Um, you know, there, everything is very well balanced so that you are satiated, you're properly nourished, and it's very flavorful so that you enjoy it and want more of it. Um, what I also realized is in the heart disease prevention world, a lot of people are telling you, don't do this, don't do that, don't eat red meat, don't eat this, don't eat that, Not versus telling you, you can eat all these foods. And so you actually need to add in a lot of food in order to remove the plaque in your artery. In order for your heart to, to beat properly, you need magnesium and potassium. And without these foods, your heart is not going to be in optimal health. So in all of my recipes, I actually calculate and include the magnesium, potassium, and vitamin K, which no other cookbook that I've seen to date does. 
because a lot of people are on Coumadin and doctors say you either have to get off of it or eat it consistently. Well, what does consistency mean if I can never calculate my vitamin K amount? Uh Or people say, oh, you have chronic kidney disease. You should stop eating so much potassium. But hey, potassium protects your heart. You need potassium. You just don't want a lot of potassium because your kidneys can't process a lot of potassium. So I list the amount of potassium so you can know, oh, wow, this has some that my body can process and that'll be good for me. And so I give you those, those answers so that you're not guessing. This is a very open, this is to help you and support you on your specific journey to, to optimal heart health. So that is so important. And I love your focus on actually telling the clients what to eat as opposed to what not to eat. Because I see clients sometimes that had a food sensitivity test and they've been told, don't eat gluten, don't eat dairy. And then they come to me and say, what can I eat? Nobody told them. And that's a big, big no-no. Yeah. I love that you focus on that. That's so important. And of course, food quality is often not talked about. A hundred percent. No, I completely agree. I think that a lot of times when you say no, 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 it ends up causing deficiencies because if you take a whole food group out of your diet and you don't Um, else you're actually replacing it with, you can be very vitamin deficient. And there's just as much gluten-free junk out there as... Well, the, I mean, the, market, the marketing on food is really not to get people to eat healthy. It's for you to buy their products. So what are they doing? They're adding addictive substances into the food products and getting you to say, oh, wow, this is healthy and it's so good. And you're addicted to it now. Um, and they put you in that trap and it's terrible. Yeah. And sugar is so addictive and people don't realize it. It's more addictive than cocaine and heroin. And uh, I work a lot in the mental health and brain health field. And you can actually prove that. Even rats prefer uh, sugar water to cocaine water. It's amazing. Yeah, it really and, is. And, and I know I love my chocolate. So I have to be very careful not to eat it too much. Ideal is not to have it in the house. It's hard when you live with people that eat it. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things I also stress in my cookbook is that a lot of people are taking care of people who have heart disease and they struggle with, well, I, they told me they can't have salt and we like salt in our house. How do we adjust? Um, and I'm very big proponent about the more support you have, the more people do it. And the more we're not policing people of don't eat this, don't eat that, the more positive a relationship we have with food and we're able to keep it for long term. So the support is very important as well. Yeah. So how do you deal with clients that have trouble adhering to any diet? They just say, oh, I want to go to McDonald's and have my hamburger with fries and a milkshake. Not a good choice. So um, I'm not very, I don't say, the way that I work is very, let me start over. I'll take a second. Sure, go ahead. I don't. Like, that's a very good question. Let me just, that was a hesitation. No problem, I'll cut it. That's a very great question. Honestly, it's not about what you can't have. If the person wants the milkshake at McDonald's and they're dying to have it, okay, you can have it and then move on. 
I don't look at it as you have to be 100% perfect because that just ends up in self-sabotage. Right. If you tell someone, don't eat the cake, what are they going to do? They, they won't eat that one time, but then another time, they'll eat the whole thing versus a little a little piece. Um, however, I'm very big about enjoying your food. So if you were to have a piece of that cake and you took a bite and it actually wasn't very good, then I say take one bite and then put it down. Because if it's not very enjoyable or tasty, then save it for a time where it is and where you will really enjoy it. And so my clients learn to um, adapt to that. And also they realize, wow, I feel so much better eating this way that I don't need that. I mean, another thing that just commonly happens with my clients is they realize they don't, they don't even understand. Um, sorry, let me just say that again. My clients don't even realize half the time. Let me say that again. No problem. So my clients um, oftentimes will tell me, I didn't realize this was going to be so easy. Because what I do is I'm not going to change your diet 100%. If someone comes to me as a vegan, and I say, okay, that's fine. Um, I'll just make sure you're properly nourished. You're getting the right vitamins, the right mineral, the right macronutrients to be a vegan. But if someone comes to me and says, I cannot give up red meat in, in chicken and animal products, I say, okay, that's fine. Let's make it work for you. Because if you restrict too much, it's not going to be a long-term game plan. So if someone really likes the McDonald's milkshakes and all that stuff, we will give others, I will give other suggestions and the person is usually open to try them. And a lot of times they'll enjoy their own milkshake versus the one from McDonald's, but we'll talk about it. And it's all about adapting in their habits into their lifestyle and making it work for them um, and being open and honest about that communication. And that's important. And I myself, I often ask my clients, why are you vegan? And sometimes they say, my, my cardiology said it's good for me. So that's not a good reason in my books. <laughs> they just don't know better sometimes that other diets are just as heart healthy. Right. But I also think that I always ask, can you be a vegan for the rest of your life? Mm -hmm. You know, and if a person says no, then we work on that. Because a lot of times you become resentful towards that diet and you get it takes out the enjoyment of food if you don't truly believe in it and truly want to be that way. That's very true. You need to enjoy what you eat. Yeah. And, and I love that you advocate that because you don't just forbid it and say you don't eat that, that's bad for you. No, you said this is what you should eat. Do an individual meal plan, I understand, and, and tell them what to eat or what do you do exactly? Yeah, so the individual meal plan um, is, is very important to my client's success rates. Um, and I think that it's just a matter of realizing that you're, you don't need to be perfect and don't beat yourself up for that. Look at every meal as an opportunity to nourish your body and to enjoy the food um, and work on it that way. I'm also very big about small changes to long-term success. If you change your diet 100% the first day, the, the likelihood that you're going to actually stick to it is slim to none. Um, and also speaking, I mean, every time I speak with one of my clients, um, before they sign up, I do a 15-minute discovery call with them. And in this 15 minutes, I explain to them that I'm not a magic pill. I give you the science-based tools. I give you the personalization. I hold your hand throughout this process. And I hope that you'll be open and honest with me so that we can reach your goals. And my success rate is very high, but I always tell them, you, I'm not a magic pill. We want steady, slow weight loss. We want 
the numbers too will show within one to three months, but it's not a magic pill. I'm not gonna give you a million supplements to take. Most of the time I actually remove a lot of supplements that my clients are taking because they are doing more damage than good. They're clogging their arteries versus opening them. Um, and so it's a very big comprehensive evaluation and making sure that this is a long-term game plan and not just a quick fix. That is very important. Now, before we end this podcast and go to your website and everything, where can they get the book and what do you want to leave with the client, with your listeners and our listeners today? Um, so you can get my, my book is available on Amazon on pre-order. Um, you can just type in the Truly Heart, Easy Heart Healthy Cookbook and it'll show up by Michelle Rothenstein. Um, and my biggest takeaway from this, which I don't actually think we touched upon, is um, one of the things I work on is prevention of heart disease. But it starts with awareness. Are you at risk for heart disease? Most people don't know that they are. And so I want you to be more of a patient advocate for yourself, right? Know your blood pressure numbers, know your cholesterol numbers, know your hemoglobin A1C, your diabetes, your blood sugar numbers, okay? Know your kidney function, ask questions. If you don't understand your blood test, ask, right? If you have a family history of heart disease, if you have, um, if you have excess weight, especially around your abdominal region, if you have fatty liver disease, gout, any of these things increases your heart health, your heart disease risk so much more. So the first step to taking action is understanding your risk and knowing that it's in your hands right now to prevent what happens in the future. So let's live a long, healthy life together and really be empowered to take a hold of your lifestyle and put it in the, in the right direction. And really the way of eating that you propagate is not only preventative for heart attacks, but for strokes and even for certain cancers. So why not? Yeah, and the earlier you start, the better it is, but it's never too late. Exactly. Now, how can listeners find you? How can they, if they want to check you out and maybe book one of those free 15-minute calls to get to know you a little better and talk to you about what it would be like to work with you, where should they go? Where should they find you? Um, so I'm on Instagram at heart.health.nutritionist. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Entirely Nourished. Um, or you can also email me at michelle at entirelynourished.com. And my website is www.entirelynourished.com as well. Now that's wonderful. And that's it pretty much for today. Thank you so much for being my guest and talking about heart healthy nutrition. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And that wraps up today's episode for Healthy Alternative, Your Quality of Life Matters. And this brings us to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact me, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca or you can contact me through my website docchristine.com D-O-C-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-E dot com I'm always grateful for any feedback. You might not know this, but this is a volunteer-run non-profit radio station. And we even have an art gallery. If you're local and you'd like to drop in, we are at 11 Glendale Avenue, Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. 
I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.